Today's Ag Spotlight episode is sponsored by Energrow. Energrow's oilseed pressing system helps farmers crush their feed costs. The easy way to make fresh, homegrown, high-quality meal, plus expeller-pressed oil right on the farm. The fully automated Turnkey Crush Pro is easy to set up and run 24-7. To learn more, go to energrow.ca. Welcome to the North American Egg Spotlight. I'm Chrissy Wozniak, and I'm super excited today to be talking with the Director of Content for Fastline Media Group. He's also the host of Fastline Fast Track Podcast and has a deep love of country music. I'd like to welcome Brent Adams. Thanks so much for being here. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So first of all, can you tell us a little bit about Fastline as a company? Yeah, so uh, we are 43 years old as a company, and our bread and butter product is a, a print catalog that uh, a lot of people may have seen over the years, uh, mm-hmm. kind of like an auto trader, but for farm equipment. And, uh, uh, it, you know, we, we've kind of branched out from that, uh, and that was part of the reason I was brought in in 2018. About that same time, they also created a digital agency and are also doing a lot in social media. So it's become more of a full-service marketing company for, for ag dealers. And, uh, it, you know, we've got, a, you know, a full offering of uh, uh, website management and, uh, and, and various digital products and, and email marketing and, and, and uh, targeted marketing and, uh, and all, all social media management and campaigns and so forth. And, and, and so they brought me in to uh, look at other ways of, of creating some value and driving uh, traffic to, to our website, fastline.com. And also to uh, to our social media platforms, you know, even on Facebook alone, we've got about three hundred twenty five thousand followers on there. So, uh, you know, they've basically spent uh, you know ten or twelve years uh, building uh, a really robust social media platform, and now now we're kind of taking that expertise and and taking it out into the marketplace and really becoming a uh, a full service uh, one stop shop for for a lot of uh, you know a, a lot of different approaches for uh, marketing farm equipment. Yeah, that's great. And and what a need there is, right? You need, if you're working with someone in your company, they better know agriculture, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah most I definitely. Appreciate. And, uh, you know, definitely staying on top of the technology and having the right people in, in those places and knowing the right questions to ask. And, you know, really becoming a partner with uh, other folks in the industry is not a, not a, uh, a question of let's go out and try to sell you something we think you might need. It's, it's really how can we collaborate with you and partner with you to, to uh, come up with solutions that are going to work best for, for your outfit because uh, it's not really one size fits all. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So where did the idea for the podcast Fast Line Fast Track come from? Um, like specifically, where were you like, yeah, we should start a podcast. Where, where did that come in? Yeah, so that was kind of uh, part of the overarching uh, content plan that they asked me to create whenever I came in here. Uh, they, they started talking to me when I was at, at a previous job here back in early summer 2018. Uh, a gal that I had worked with at a previous stop uh, had gone to work for Fastline and uh, and told me about the fact that they were looking for a, for a content director to come in and kind of create some of these projects and asked if I'd be interested in, in speaking with, with her boss uh, about it. And so I, I came in and, and sat down, just kind of listened to the passion that they had for, you know, some innovative new ways of, of reaching the audience, you know, because you go to a lot of these farm shows and, and events and people know Fastline is the catalog company, but uh, 
you know, they were trying to convey this image that, that, that there's so much more to this company now than that. And, and they felt like content was the next, uh, what, what was the next logical step in that. So, uh, you know, we started having conversations and, 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 you know, being a podcast fan myself, that was one of the first things. And I also have a radio background. So, uh, you know, we, we really got to capture this because uh, at the time, you know, and this is going back about two and a half, almost three years, there, there weren't near as many podcasts in this in this agricultural landscape here uh, as there are today. So, so you know, let, let's go ahead and do this, because the one thing that everybody was telling us was that, uh, you know, farmers spend a lot of time in tractors, sprayers, combines, and also out in the shop and other places that, that, that uh, now you've got Bluetooth and wireless connectivity to, to be able to listen and they're a captive audience. So why not go out and create some content that, that's going to resonate with them and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, ultimately drive them back to, to our properties. And, uh, and, you know, I was doing work for a uh, uh, company doing social media and tour press for uh, independent country artists out of Nashville at the time. And saw there was a lot of great traditional country artists who were frustrated because they couldn't get their music on terrestrial radio because the sound was a little bit different as more of the traditional type country. So, you know, part of the approach is let's, let's take country music back to the country and, and create some opportunities for some of these uh, traditional country artists. And, and that's really uh, matched up well with the whole ag approach. So, um, you know, as far as the show itself goes, we're, we're really targeting anybody who's interested in agriculture. And, and I think there's two camps there. One, one, one are, you know, farmers, ranchers, dealers, uh, anybody involved with ag inputs, uh, you know, FFA kids, 4-H kids, anybody who's involved in the ag industry. And the other segment uh, might be coming in the back door through the country music side, and that is People who are just interested in, uh, you know, where their food's coming from, what, where the materials for their clothing is coming from, because, you, you know, you, you see the evolution of this whole, uh, you know, farm to table movement here and uh, people wanting to know where their food is being sourced. So, you know, part of that is is just trying to educate the, the general public at large. And I know I've listened to uh, many times to Orion Samuelson, who's the uh, legendary farm broadcaster that just retired here a few weeks ago after uh, a very long career and, and you know he, he spent all those years on WGN radio out of Chicago and he wasn't just talking to farmers and ranchers he was talking to to people in the suburbs people in the city and uh, trying to educate them uh, along with the uh, farm community about about uh, things that, that really should matter to to everybody you know and I think that really kind of came home to roost here w- with COVID um, you know when people started going to the grocery store and there was disruptions in the food supply chain and people were wondering uh, what, 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 how come we're seeing a, a, a you know decrease in the amount of meat or uh, dairy products you know g- gallons of milk or what have you and then all of a sudden ag became front and center so um you know i think it uh, it really has done a lot to show people that, uh, that maybe they should be paying a little closer attention to some of these issues in rural america and into uh, agriculture yeah. Yeah. Those are some really great points. And yeah, I, I think it's, you know, this to take away an opportunity from this time. And it's that, yeah, people have had to step up and take notice of what's happening and how, how our food gets to us. And, you know, maybe we should pay a little bit more attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, I tell you, the, the really interesting thing is that uh, when we started this out, obviously we didn't know there was going to be a, a pandemic looming. So, uh, you know, for the first year, 
a big part of our model was going around the country to, to farm shows and to different uh, agriculture events. I think uh, we had the show in, in 18 different states in 2019, and we'd already been uh, three or four places in early 2020. And so that was kind of the model. You, you went to these, tried to market yourself through them and make all these connections. And then we really had to shift focus long about April of this past year with, with the pandemic. And, you know, to, to have kind of a, a ringside seat to, to see everything that was going on and all the inner workings of how, you know, farmers and ranchers and processors and everybody else was trying to work their way through this pandemic. Uh, I feel fortunate that I've been able to, uh, you know, be where I am at this time to be able to tell those stories and, and help educate uh, the, the public as to, you know, how, how this pandemic has, has kind of shaped agriculture not only for today, but going forward. So it's been a really interesting time to be a part of it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, it was good good timing for you guys to have a couple of years under your belt too to, you know, figure out figure out yeah. all of the issues and everything before before the the world kind of stopped, right? Yeah. And yeah. and what I really love about the podcast is that you come straight out of the gate with really solid egg news you know news current events opinion pieces and it's solid and it's a lot of stuff to think about and then you ease into the country music part and it just gives your brain time to like mull over what you just learned and and kind of relax through it and and think about uh you know other so it's kind of a you know get you right hyped up about egg and then wow look at this great stuff that's coming out of out of uh, Nashville, right? So I, that's what I really love about it. Well, I appreciate that. And that's, uh, you know, you're always kind of walking a tightrope with some of that stuff too, because, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of the podcasts uh, that, that, that get very hyper-focused on like one issue or, or that the, they're squarely focused on something for soybean farmers or for just row crop farmers in general. And that, that might leave out the the livestock crowd or, or what have you, you know, I try to to get some semblance of a smorgasbord in there for, for everybody. So if one topic doesn't interest you, you know, the next one might be, or some, some of these news items, you know, de- dealing a lot uh, with the markets or with the USDA or so forth, uh, th- that'll be applicable to everybody because I don't want to, you know, just, you know, limit our audience to j- just one certain subset and then kind of alienate everybody else. You, you know, there may be weeks where you might not find anything that's as applicable, but, you know, across the board, I always try to find something that, that's going to appeal to everybody and also kind of bring it down to a level where uh, anybody who's not in agriculture, you know, might be able to, to at least uh, understand it and, uh, and listen to it and say, huh, well, you know, I learned something, you know, listen to that today. I had no idea and never, never even thought to consider that. So anytime I ever get that kind of feedback, I, I always feel like I'm doing my job there because uh, that, that's another, you know, a key facet of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then what would you say that your goal is for the the audience to walk away with after listening? Just a greater understanding and appreciation of some of the, you know, the the inner workings of of agriculture. I mean, it's a hard job. Anybody who, who's listening to this who does it understands it's a hard job. It's not a nine to five. It's a lifestyle. It's not even a a, a job. It's it, it's something that, for, you know, by and large, most people are born into, and it's what they've known from day one. And uh, you know, I, I always try to look at it through that lens, and and you know, speak to people you know, who, who are going through that grind every day, 
going through the challenges that the industry has faced the, the past couple of years. And, uh, you know, also try to come at it, uh, you know, with a sense of encouragement. You, you know, that, that was one thing that even pre-pandemic, you know, we heard a lot and saw a lot with, uh, you know, the trade wars that, that have been going on here and, and all the dealings that were going on uh, pre-USMCA and pre the, the phase one China agreement. Uh, you know, the, the markets were down and, and there was just a lot of a negativity, you know, just kind of, you know, cast a pall over the industry. And, you know, people could get that information anywhere. I mean, you don't have to look too far for people to tell you that the sky is falling. So, you know, from where we were coming from, I, I said, you know, we, we got to find a way to make this encouraging and, and, and uplifting and give people tools that they can use, but, but not feel downtrodden or, or beaten down about this because we know it's all cyclical. It's all going to bounce back at some point, maybe not to, to the same scale, but um, you know, we, we've got to bring positivity in there. And I think we also have to bring in an educational component. And that's, you know, one thing that I keep trying to refine in the show is making sure that, um, you know, farmers love to hear from other farmers. They like to learn from their experiences and, uh, you know, just glean little nuggets of wisdom where they can. And that's one thing that I want to keep refining and doing a better job of, uh, you know, providing that educational component. So that's really where I see the, the, the show going and where I see it having the most value going forward. Yeah. Yeah. That that's awesome. So you yourself, you have a history of working in newspapers, television, radio, public relations. Yeah. So how did you come about diving into agriculture? Well, I, I tell you, you know, I, I grew, grew up in the country, uh, you know, we grew up in uh, uh, rural Wisconsin and then also in uh, in uh, Southern Indiana, uh, grew up around a lot of farmers and farmers' kids. We did not farm. Um, you know, my path has always been in journalism, but I've always had a deep appreciation for it. Have, having lived in rural America, uh, you know, most of my life, uh, you know, kind of kind of see, you know, other other people through their lens and and how they've done it. And you know, I spent many years covering business proper. So uh, coming into the uh, you know the ag industry, you know, there's a learning curve, obviously, because it's one of the unique industries in which, you know, like I said earlier, more people are born into it than, than just opt to do it uh, out of the blue, it, you know, like, like being a, a doctor, an attorney or a teacher or whatever, you know, so, you know, there's a learning curve there for sure. But, but a lot of the same business principles apply. And, you know, like anything in life, if you surround yourself with the right people, the smart people, and then you just kind of be quiet and let them educate you, you know, I think that's the the, the best approach. And I, coming into it, honestly, I didn't really know what to expect, but, uh, you know, I can honestly say about three years into it, uh, you know, I'm definitely glad to be in, in this industry and uh, uh, using what, what uh, you know, what, what I've learned in, you know, almost 26 years now of, of journalism to, uh, you know, be able to st- tell the stories of agriculture. Yeah. 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 And that's, it's needed for sure. The smaller the world gets with technology, you know, the more mm-hmm. we need people that are bringing us together. I think that's my well, opinion. One, one thing that I've been to in a number of these conferences and uh, you know, whether it be the American Farm Bureau Federation or, or what have you, the, the, the one refrain that I keep hearing over and over again is we've got to do a better job of telling our story. You know, and that makes me feel like I'm coming around at the right time for this because uh, I feel like that's that that's right there in our wheelhouse. That's our mission is to tell those stories and, and to get the word out. And 
you know, we're not going to be there and be a shill for anybody. I mean, we, we want to be objective and make sure we're painting an objective picture, you know, of what's going on in the industry. We won't sugarcoat it, but by the same token, we're, we're looking for, uh, again, the positive uh, uh, aspects of it where, where we can. And, uh, you know, we'll always acknowledge the challenges, but, but we're not going to harp on them. And I think there's just a ton of opportunities. Uh, you know, the, the one really neat aspect of this is just all, and, and, you know, a lot of people who aren't involved in farming might not realize this, but just all the uh, innovation that's going on in agriculture. Yeah. And there's so much. And, and I, I don't think enough of those stories get told, you know, especially that make it out into the mainstream, you know, outside of the, the agriculture vacuum. So, you know, that's a, another one that we're going to be pushing really hard to, to, to kind of tell those stories as we go forward. Right. Yeah, that's great. So one last question for you. How do you personally yeah. want to impact the industry and where do you see yourself going from here? Oh, I, I mean, again, I think it's just a matter of, uh, you know, where we have the biggest impact is to continue to tell those stories and find new and creative ways uh, because it can't just be throwing facts out there and be be boring because we're we're a weekly. So I've got to keep you coming back week in and week out. So there's got to be a reason for you to want to come back. So uh, we, we've got to make it appealing. We've got to make it interesting and we've got to make it applicable, uh, I think, to to as many people as we can here and then just continue to, uh, you know, spread the word through through social media, through uh, uh, you know, trying to reach out to to other radio stations. We've got a 30-minute weekly version of this that, that we've put out for radio as well. And and now we've gotten into live streams over the past year as uh, kind of COVID has dictated. So uh, we're doing more of these, just, just trying to find different avenues to, to uh, you know, get that message out. And I think if we keep doing that, you know, the results will speak for themselves and, you know, kind of take us where, uh, you know, the, the industry needs us. Yeah, that's awesome. So thank you so much for joining me today, Brent. And uh, thanks to everybody watching or listening. If you want to hear the podcast, you can go to NorthAmericanAg.com to the Best of Ag page, which is our directory of podcasts and agriculture. And the links are provided in the notes below. And uh, where can they find just fastline.com, right? Yeah. If you go right to the homepage, uh, there's a player there and uh, there's an archive page off there. So uh, you can get it at fastline.com. Also Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Deezer, Audible, and Radio.com. You can find them anywhere. (laughs) That's great. Well, thank you so much for joining me and have a great day. Thank you for having me. The way we conduct business in agriculture has endured a drastic change. Our handshake industry has traditionally been face-to-face, but with the cancellation of in-person events and farm shows, everyone has had to adapt. From farms to manufacturers to service providers, with a dizzying array of marketing and digital business choices, you need to make the right decisions or risk not being seen at all. If you need advice or a customized plan for your business, don't hesitate to reach out to me at chrissywozniak.com or chrissy.info because that's easier to spell, C-H-R-I-S-S-Y dot info. Don't risk not pivoting your business. Find the path that will take you into the digital space and be seen by our industry. Fastline Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? 
Fastline Auctions knows farmers, and farmers have trusted Fastline for their equipment needs for over 45 years. With unmatched digital reach and direct-to-farmer catalogs, they can find the right buyer for your equipment. Not to mention, they have the industry's lowest commission rates. And if you're looking for equipment to buy, you can bid with confidence. No buyer premiums, no reserves, just integrity. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6.30 p.m. To register for this webinar, go to northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar. That's northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar to register now.